and welcome to our listeners from all around the globe to the very first edition, or rather, should I say broadcast, of the ArtSeb podcast. And therefore, I would love to say to you, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on your location around the world. Interestingly, this podcast, those situated in Angola, we're currently broadcasting from the land of origin, Ethiopia, that is from Addis Ababa. Um, ArtSeb basically stands for Air Traffic Safety Electronics Personnel, a global group of aviation professionals within the mission critical safety and security value chain under the employ of essentially government air navigation service providers and aviation regulators and a few private organizations. We are therefore privileged and excited to have in this very first podcast, a brother and a friend and a dear friend, a distinguished aviation professional who is the regional director of FATSI Africa and a senior manager, Vision Training Academy of Air Traffic Navigation Services, South Africa, Sam Malangu. You're welcome, Sam, to this podcast, showcasing ArtSeps globally. Thank you very much, Frank, and thank you for the invitation. All right, so to just get started, I mean, um, all our listeners around the world, I, I believe they, they want to know who's an ArtSep and what do they do within the aviation ecosystem? And on top of that, talk to us also about IFATSI as well. Very much, uh, uh, Frank. And, and that's a very, very pertinent question that you are asking as to who is an ATSEP. Uh, maybe, maybe let me borrow the, 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 the definition that is coming uh, from, from IKEO as to uh, how do they define an, an, an ATSEP, which uh, is uh, these are the authorized personnel who are proven competent to, 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 to install, operate, maintain, release, and return into operations the, the, the communication, navigation, surveillance systems, or the air, air traffic management uh, equipment. And it is really incumbent upon uh, the member states uh, to ensure that they have the qualified and competent um, air traffic safety electronic personnel that uh, are are the installers or the maintainers and, and, and the safer operators at an optimum performance and, and resilience of these uh, globally interconnected uh, complex and complex CNS ATM system. I think that might be a technical jargon, but uh, in, in simple terms, these are the engineering professionals that would have undergone through a formal education at a university or at a technical college where they would have acquired a qualification in a speed a national diploma or a degree, bachelor's degree in electrical or electronic engineering. And uh, the huge contribution that they make into this aviation ecosystem is to ensure the safer um, uh, skies uh, through the maintenance of these systems that I've just indicated. Uh, they, we call them communication systems. You've got variety of systems that falls under the communications discipline, and you will have also the navigational systems and the surveillance. Some of them uh, are called the radars, and you talked about the air traffic management system, which uh, could be the, uh, the the display system. So it's a whole variety of systems that um, are, are required uh, for, especially for the for the flight that is taking off at any airport. Uh, when it when it's en route or up in the sky cruising, and they will still rely on these very same systems that are maintained by these personnel that are known as 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 ATSEP. 
it's a whole entire value chain uh, that um, that encompasses uh, different role players to ensure that a plane takes off safely and lands safely at the next airport. But they continue to play that integral role um, in in the in the air safety uh, value chain, and we know we know them as um, as 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 ATSEP. And you have already indicated in your intro that they are they are employed mainly by the air navigation service providers some of them are employed by the civil aviation authorities and the private entities as well i think in a nutshell that's that doesn't accept when we are talking about the accept are those personnel that are proven competent to maintain uh, the cns and the atm systems within the aviation uh, value chain all right so um talk to us about ifatsi as well Ifatia, Ifatia, it is an authority voice of, uh, it's, uh, it's more of a federation. This is a federation of different affiliates uh, that are coming from uh, different countries on the globe. Uh, it is actually constituted into four regions. They, there's one region we call Asia Pacific. Uh, it will cover the Middle East and a bit of Asia. You'll have the Americas as a region. Uh, we'll have a Europe as a region, which is the third region. And then you've got Africa as the fourth region, which is the region which I am currently a, a regional director. And the, and the FATIA as a board, it is mainly constituted by eight executive board members. So the regional directors of these four regions that I've just spoken about, they make up the executive board. And then you'll have the president and the vice president, uh, the treasurer general and, uh, and, the sec- and the executive secretary. So all those portfolios, they made up the executive board. In actual fact, Ifatsia, we serve at the behest of these affiliates because you will find that, let's say, in Nigeria, you will have the, the an ATSEP association there where you will have members coming from, be it from a, their aviation training organization or they might be coming from the um, air navigation service provider or their civil aviation authority. So those members, they, they will affiliate to a local ATSEP association. Uh, which is NAIE, the, the, the Nigeria Association of Air Traffic Engineers, as an example in this instance. And then that affiliate, they will also then affiliate to the international body, which is IFATSIA, which is this, the federation that we are talking about. So we remain the global voice of all these affiliates uh, that are constituted by the, by the different assets uh, coming from different countries. And, and we serve that mandate on ensuring that the, the profession is safeguarded and then, and the interest of the profession are being taken care of and there is adequate capacitation of our members uh, that uh, are, um, are involved in the, in the activities of the air safety uh, uh, value chain uh, from their various countries where they are, they are making their, their contribution. So we are international body. Currently we are headquartered in, 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 in Germany, but um, it is made up of that eight executive board members that I've indicated earlier on. All right. I mean, that's awesome. That's great. I mean, there are certain keywords that you used earlier on when you were trying to talk about ASEPs. Um, capacitation is key. So we t- talked about qualifications, skills, and competence. Now, and you mentioned a variety of navigation systems and ATM systems that these professionals actually, you know, work on, maintain service, and bring back to service. Okay, so how do you develop these skills and competence? What does it take? you know, to be able to develop an asset professional to that level where he can deliver such mission-critical services within the air navigation environment? 
we we the ATSEP are mainly capacitated through through the product offerings or, or, or the, the training by the different aviation training organizations, uh, whereby they will be taken through the fundamentals of a CNS ATM environment, uh, which is which is termed as um, uh, when you look at uh, the IKO uh, document on the the manual on the air traffic safety electronic uh, personnel competency-based training and assessment. It is termed the fundamentals. They are, they are termed as the initial training. And post the completion of that, uh, of the fundamentals or, or the concepts, uh, they will then move to the equipment phase of the training, which is uh, competency-based as, 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 as well. And then this phase is, is, is mainly um, uh, more about uh, learning, about the different types of equipment that you are expected to maintain as an ADZEP. And this level of training is known as the, as the unit training. And, and the essence of this training is to enable the ADZEP to be able to perform that corrective and the preventative maintenance on these variety of, of subsystem. And prior to being appointed as an ADZEP, I think as I've indicated earlier on, uh, one would have gone through a university or a technical college uh, uh, to attain the required minimum education at that level, which an ANSP, which is the Air Navigation Service Provider, or the CAA uh, would have uh, prescribed as a minimum entry requirement for one to be considered to be an asset. So through all these interventions, then our assets are capacitated to deliver this mission-critical services uh, for the air navigation system. So additionally, and you may be aware that uh, every CNS or ATM system has a life cycle, whereby it will go through various stages uh, from con- conceptualization uh, phase and the installation phase, the commission phase, the maintenance and the decommissioning phase. That's the entire lifespan or the life cycle of any given system. And now, throughout all these phases that I've just indicated, uh, the ATSEP are integrally involved. I mean, some of the training uh, will be conducted by the, the original equipment manufacturers. These are the manufacturer of the actual equipment, uh, which will also include what they will call a factory acceptance test. Uh, this, this, this normally happens prior to the equipment being bought. I mean, being brought into an ANSP or the CNA for installation. So once that process is uh, is 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 completed and the uh, the factory acceptance test, then the equipment will be shipped obviously into that uh, respective country or that that respective entity where it will be installed. And there will be then another another process called the site acceptance test. Uh, which normally happens once the system is installed and is ready for operational use. So, so the, the, the foundation remains that uh, you need that uh, degree qualification or a diploma qualification, depending on what uh, the requirements are from a different uh, states or entities that are employing these professionals. But once they are in, in the industry, there is no university that specializes in aviation per se, especially where it speaks to equipment maintenance. So we rely on these approved training organizations that you'll have on the continent or different parts of the world where they focus on the specialized training to capacitate these professionals to be able to maintain the systems that we are, that we are talking about. Right, great. Thank you for that response. Um, it's, it's, it's a whole lot, basically, in terms of how these skills and competencies are, you know, you know actually, uh, actually you, know, you know, developed, you know, when it comes to the ATSEP. Um, again, within the vision value chain, there are several stakeholders within the vision value chain in terms of safety and security and all of that. Um, of course, 
the key thing about innovation actually is about collaboration. And that's something that is important in innovation. And, and so having said that, what's the relationship between ATSEP and other innovation careers or other innovation stakeholders like air traffic controllers, like pilots and all of that? What's the relation between ATSEP and all of these people? Yeah, thank you, thank you, Frank. I think I think that that's a very that's a very important question, and uh, the I think I will I will I will respond it in this way. The 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 ATSEP, they work very very closely with the with the different role players, but the ones that they are more closer to working with, uh, it's what we call the air traffic controllers, and 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 more often both professionals we will work for the same organization or the same entity so therefore they are characterized as um, as 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 colleagues so they they, they they work very closely i think some of the information that they they have to pass on to uh, the air traffic controller will rely heavily on that information that is coming in from the ATSEP because they will have to verify and certify that uh, that information is is uh, is accurate and it can be passed on to the next uh, in the in the in the in the value chain so the pilots uh, by by implication uh, they rely heavily on the information that is also certified by an ATSEP uh, to navigate uh, the sky. So, so therefore, the safety value chain is quite tight and strategically configured. I mean, for for the continuous provision of safe and efficient navigation services, all these role players need to ensure that they they work together. I always put an emphasis whenever the air safety value chain discussion is is it comes up or is mentioned that you will require. And ATSEP, one, as a professional, you require a pilot, you will require an air traffic controller, and you will require an aircraft maintenance engineer. So these are the core drivers of air safety. I think this is four disciplines that I've just spoken about. Of course, uh, the other supporting functions are, are quite imperative for the safe departure and landing of any aircraft. However, uh, without these four professionals, we do not have a sector that we call the air navigation services. So the relationship uh, by design, uh, they, 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 they have to work together. They have to collaborate. So we, we rely on, on, on each other's expertise to, to execute this important mandate of ensuring that um, the skies are, are safety. Because when you look at the skies are safe, when, when, you, when you look at the entire value chain, if, um, if you, do, if you have a, and as a professional that is dysfunctional, <clears throat> essentially they, they, there's not going to be any plane that takes off from any airport. Uh, there, there won't be any any communication that is happening through a radio uh, by an air traffic controller simply because you'll have a dysfunctional ATSA uh, community because the, if those systems are not available, then the, 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 the air traffic controller is unable to do their work. The, if those systems are not available, the, the, the pilot is unable to navigate the skies. And you look at the aircraft maintenance engineers, if that's, if that plane, if that aircraft is not being maintained, that aircraft is unable to take off from any airport. And then the, the safety, uh, it, it's not safe one and already or, or uh, the value chain, it gets impacted and, and, and the, the consequence at times becomes dire because it just does not affect the professionals, but it affects the economy of the country. I mean, if, if there's no, if there are no planes that are, are taking off from any airport or landing, essentially the business can essentially come to a standstill. So, so the role that they play uh, by design, they, they need to collaborate, they need to work together. And it, it, it we are having so much uh, a, a seamless 
and a continuous provision of these services simply because of this collaboration that is in existence. It can be improved, but uh, I think uh, we are we are managing quite well, and then we should just build up from here and ensure that we we, we maintain that sustainability and we ensure that uh, the the flying public remains remains safe. Thank you so very much, um, Sam. Um, for these responses. I'm I'm really sure that our listeners are are going to be very, very, you know, find this very, very interesting, um, you know, for them in terms of the information they are getting from your responses. Um, That said, you know, like I said, this is our first podcast. And um, I just, you as the regional director of Fats in Africa, I just wanted to launch this first podcast officially, formally, you know, by one or two words. Thank you very much, uh, Frank. You know, this, this is an exciting opportunity uh, for, for the arts professional uh, to be given an opportunity uh, to be able to have a conversation at the platform such as this one. I think this is a brilliant concept, uh, the arts uh, podcast, and I will implore uh, the, the aviation community uh, to rally behind this initiative. It's a great initiative. And this is uh, where I see it is the in- initiative that is aimed at having a conversation at a broader scale. The conversation should not only be limited amongst the professionals within this aviation industry or maybe specifically zooming into the arts apps, but it should be a, a, a broader communication that involves it's inclusive of everybody. But uh, I think this is an exciting uh, uh, project and I wish all all the, the organizers or the or, or the mastermind or the brainchild of this quite initiate, initiative that uh, it's uh, I wish them all the best and I know that it's gonna do well uh, from the Africa Regional Office you do have our support and we fully endorse these initiatives and we implore more aviation stakeholders uh, to open up the doors and allow the conversation to happen because it can only get better if you continue to engage it can only get better if we can if we include all those roles players that um, have the safety of the of the flying public at, at heart and i know that as africa we are we are capable of achieving that which we've been mandated to do as the as the as the aviation community and i wish uh, the organizers once again and all the best and this is the brilliant uh, platform that they've just created or come up with thank you very much sam for that um, i would really appreciate it and so uh, the students listeners from all around the world Thank you for tuning in to the, ASEP, the very first ATSEP podcast. And with our special guest, the regional director for IFATS in Africa, Mr. Sam. Um, we're looking forward to having you guys in our subsequent podcast. And thank you once again for listening. And Sam, we appreciate you, you know, being our guest today. And thank you for you know, have, giving us your time to share your thoughts with us with regards to what ASEP is. Thank you very much. My uh, pleasure. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.